Hey y'all, welcome to Noise Filter. Today we decided to talk about testing. Testing, testing, testing. So incredibly important. And today what we're going to be talking about is some of the policies that are around testing, especially as it relates to justice, social justice particularly. We hope you enjoy it. As coronavirus testing expands, a new problem arises, and that's not enough people to test. So let's get started. As more and more COVID-19 testing sites are now becoming available, there is not enough people who are showing up to get tested. Churches, community centers, even parking lots are being utilized for COVID testing sites. But several factors may be preventing people from seeking tests, including a lingering sense of scarcity, a lack of access in rural and underserved communities, concerns about cost, and even skepticism about testing operations. Dr. Alice Stanford, who is a pediatric surgeon in Philadelphia, even started a group to provide free testing in low-income and minority communities. Uh, and I quote, uh, we know that there's a lack of trust in the African-American community with the medical profession. So you have to meet people where they are, she states. Now, there's also confusion about who qualifies for free testing. Initially, the CDC recommended that only really sick and vulnerable individuals get tested. Now, the CDC's guidelines offer tests to those who are asymptomatic and referred by health officials or clinicians. The Harvard Global Health Institute believes that anyone who's experiencing mild symptoms should get tested. They estimated that the United States should be testing at least 900,000 people a day, or about 8% of the population per month, to get a better sense of the transmission of the virus. Now, some state health officials worry that encouraging everyone to get tested will use up resources, including PPE, uh, and not provide meaningful results. They would rather see testing sites in hotspot areas or communities of high vulnerability. In fact, DC expanded its guidelines to permit grocery store clerks and other critical workers to get tested regardless of symptoms. Then they changed it to prioritize people over 65 with underlying health conditions. With these evolving guidelines, people may not be aware of whether they should seek testing or not. Doc, help me how to think about this. So there's a lot more to the equation. Uh, government and public health officials must make targeted attempts to reach vulnerable populations and symptomatic patients. But the confusion is in the message. Uh, if there's not clear messaging, people can't follow clear directions. Education and community outreach programs are vital in this time of confusion. However, health literacy has to be key. This is a healthcare and public health emergency, but a health literacy disaster that's only, only going to be solved by candid conversations with clear direction and instruction and discussions from everyone involved. Remember, we're all in this together. We have to keep that in mind. Testing and contact tracing in undocumented and detained populations. As states fight against COVID-19, they are faced with unique challenges in undocumented communities. Now, across the country, an estimated 6 million undocumented workers are on the front lines of this crisis. Now, they're working as farm employees, delivery truck drivers, home health aides, and, and many more. Now, 
In many states, these populations do not have access to important services and social safety nets, especially primary care, health insurance, and monetary aid. Now, all of these factors combined with the fear of deportation may prevent undocumented immigrants from being tested or accessing care. All of this while data is now showing that poor African-American, Latinx, American Indian, Alaskan Native communities have all borne the brunt of both COVID-19 illness and death and the economic consequences of the stay-at-home mandates. As states roll out plans to scale up testing and contact tracing programs, protecting the safety and privacy of undocumented immigrants is critical. Many people are concerned that immigrants and citizens alike will fear sharing the names of undocumented contacts for risk of deportation. To help mitigate this fear, administrators should ensure and make very clear to those involved that individuals will not face any immigration consequences because of contact tracing. Contact tracing cannot be successful without full participation of those involved. And that can only be achieved through programs that address and relieve the fears of vulnerable populations. Doc, do you have anything to add here? Yeah, I agree with you, Doc. When designing and implementing contact tracing programs, we have to keep in mind the challenges faced by vulnerable populations. Fear of immigration consequences and lack of access to care, combined with the burden of the pandemic, has proven detrimental to the health of our immigrant communities. Contact tracing will only work if we recognize these factors driving the health of these vulnerable populations and design programs that work to protect them. We've got a lot of work to do. HIPAA and COVID-19 testing. While most health information is confidential under the laws of HIPAA and can only be shared between a doctor and a patient, certain protections can get lifted during a pandemic or epidemic. During COVID-19, how far confidentiality should go has been considered at length. Here are the two sides. Patients have a right to privacy with their own health information. Even in reportable diseases, the reporting only goes to the public health officials who are then able to privately contact those who may have been exposed without identifying the source. However, in a disease that can be spread through contact or close proximity, emergency medical personnel and police could be exposed, answering emergency calls at homes of people with the virus. Since there's not enough PPE to use for every call, this would allow for more appropriate use of resources while keeping our first responders safe. People are concerned that the information could be misused for purposes such as divulging the names and addresses of undocumented immigrants to ICE. So what's the real story with COVID-19 results in HIPAA? Honestly, it's a little complicated right now. While the rules of HIPAA are different during a public health emergency, these changes have been minimal and are strictly for the safety of first responders and police officers answering calls. HIPAA states that test results can be shared with police and first responders only in states with laws requiring this disclosure. It also specifies that the information can only be shared on a per-call basis. For example, if EMS was, was, for example, if EMS was responding to a call at a certain home, they can be told if someone living there has tested positive. As always, the minimum amount, as always, the minimum amount of information possible should be shared. We also want to make clear that ICE has said it will not carry out operations at or near health facilities. Doc, what do you think? 
As widespread testing is going to be one of the most important parts of safely opening up the country during the COVID-19 pandemic, it is important to understand what can and cannot be done with that health information. It is also important to create an environment that does not stigmatize or penalize someone for a positive test result. Employees need to have paid sick leave if they test positive so they can self-isolate and prevent the transmission of the virus. Only once we have widespread testing, tracing, and isolation can we safely go forward. Thanks for listening to the Noise Filter Daily Podcast. Dr. Daria and I have a daily show at 4 p.m. Central Standard Time where we go into more detail on stories and answer your questions about COVID-19. You can find Doc Griggs at DocGriggs1 on social media, and you can find me at Dr. Mark Allen Derry or at Dr. Derry. You can follow Noise Filter at Noise Filter on social media and NoiseFilterShow.com. Hey, Doc Griggs, any last words? Of course. Remember, get checked, get fit, get moving. And remember to get some rest to boost your immune system. And Doc? Protect yourself and others by staying home. And please wear a mask whenever you go outside. Health is a human right.